0: everyone thank you for tuning to the podcast today i'm joined by jess and geneva i'll let them introduce themselves properly and tell you all about what they do um but for that so we're actually at futurizing hq which is in king's cross in london uh, we're running a workshop today which is how i met jess and geneva in the first place was at the first creative advertising boot camp that we did and um, they've been on a journey since then, so we thought we'd catch up and have a conversation about it. So without further ado, I'll pass over to them to introduce themselves. So up to you guys, which one of you wants to talk first?
1: Hi, I'm Jess, um, and I work in advertising. I'm an art director. And since the boot camp with Ricky, which I think was was that back in May that we did that? Did know, end of May. I have no idea. Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> early summer this year. Um, I've since gone on to get another job, which I just started two weeks ago, so I'm sure we'll delve into that later, but who's Geneva. Yeah, I'm
2: Geneva. Um, I guess the short version of what I've been doing since boot camp is I've been at HBO for my placement year at university. I've also been attending a lot more networking events. I'm currently working with the IOD, Institute of Directors. I'm doing a marketing and social media for their events that they host I've been to a few meetup events I'm doing some stuff with CIM so I'm entering in this pitch competition and before I go on and on and on about what I do is just mainly just building like experience for myself that will hopefully help me secure a job after I graduate in 2018.
0: You're also on the board of some company right?
2: Yeah I'm serve on a board of trustees for two charities. One charity is for Diffuse and one's for my students' union at university. So I attend um, board meetings that helps... ..that helps the um, the charity at a strategic management level. So I'm the marketing representative for both boards.
0: So basically Geneva (laughs) is running for president... uh, President, not president, (laughs) for for the prime minister when she graduates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the first thing I wanted to talk about was so I met you both at the, the boot camp and both of you had very diff- you're, like, you're both very different as individuals and I just wanted to talk about what I think you got out of it and you tell me whether that's bullshit or whether that's right or that kind of thing so Jess I think the thing which instantly struck me was that basically you were in this um, you, you had experience in the industry and it was more around a perception thing so mm-hmm. how people are perceiving you and how you can uh ch- you know, change maybe some of your outward communication so that people perceive you in maybe a more professional light and maybe give you more opportunities and see you as someone that can really contribute as opposed to someone that's being like kind of pulled along the ladder, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um I think for you, Geneva, it was uh, you know, you'd studied marketing and it was more of a reassurance thing, like uh you actually know what you need to do, you just need to go and execute on this stuff. Um, Would that be an accurate...? uh, Yeah,
1: I think so. I think um, I'd worked for almost, well, four years this month basically since I started working as an art director in advertising, Um, so at that point I was three and a half years in. I was just, I'd been looking for a job for a while and I was just struggling to land anything and I'd constantly get second choice, second choice, every time at every interview they're like, oh we really loved you but someone else has more experience and that was the constant feedback I was getting. So then when Ricky emailed me about the boot camp and it was kind of about how you can stand out from the crowd and how you can get that one up from the next person in the next interview, I was like this is what I need, you know, this is kind of what I'm struggling with is that I'm always second best and I needed to just prove that I was that little bit, I was worth taking that little risk of, okay she's not got loads of experience but Let's give her the opportunity. And okay, so really what it
0: put you me. on the spot here. Mm-hmm. This is where you... Uh-oh. Everything, everything <laughs> that we talked about is oh, definitely... Well, most people probably sieves out your brain, right? But like, what do you think some of the things were that you changed as a result? Um,
1: quite a few things. I think the biggest thing that changed was my mindset. Um, because I think I wasn't realising my value, which is what, I, what like, the weekend here taught me, is that actually... I have got four years, and I am valuable to a team, and I can continue to learn, and I, I can contribute, and I am an asset. I don't think I really viewed myself that way. I was just like, oh... I, like Because I was constantly told like the other person got the job because they had more experience, I was like, oh, I don't have enough experience, that's what's lacking. But actually, I think what was lacking was just confidence, and that's what I got from this course was, yeah, you can do it, go out there, you just need to do this, this, and this. And so by the time I left and in the couple of weeks afterwards... I had changed my website, like I completely overhauled it, made it look much nicer, I changed the, tiny things, like changing the wording of like, oh I'm a junior art director, designer to no, I am an art director, this is what I am, and it's kind of just stating what you are, and that's the thing that you, sort of, the whole thing was about for me anyway, on that second day, it was like thinking about how, how people perceive you and kind of understanding that going into that interview, that was that interviewer's first sort of an only impression of me and that was the only chance they had and if I was going in there saying oh I'm not experienced oh I'm not this that's the only takeaway they're they gonna have. have yeah and like that's my own fault like for saying that so you have to go in and be like I am this I am this I am," this, and define yourself in the way that you want them to understand you.
0: What I find interesting this will be a good segue over to Geneva mm-hmm. as well is that it w- advertising students kind of go into advertising because of the create because of the creative side of it Mm -hmm. Uh, they like coming up with ideas which is you know everyone loves ideas because everything around us is an idea but what always interests me is that uh, oftentimes advertising students can't sell themselves which is the like the the thing that you first have to sell before anything and this is why I mean I blew your trumpet quite a bit Geneva on the day because when you have a marketing degree you learn about um, basically like building sentiment with people over time and how to leverage reciprocity and build a brand with a long-term perspective. So let's go over to Geneva. So you studied marketing, right?
2: Yeah, marketing, communications. Well, I'm still studying it, actually. I go back um, next year to do my final year. But um, since the boot camp, I think you were right when I said I just needed reassurance, because anyone that knows me well will know that I'm constantly freaking out about not getting a job when I graduate and stuff so i've literally planned my life until after graduation of what i need to do that will hopefully put me in a decent position so since um the boot camp i've like made a new website i've um done more of myself because i have all of these ideas and i feel like i have a lot of experience that i can execute these ideas but i just don't do it because i just really needed that kick up the backside to say you you're great you can go and do this instead of me saying oh I could possibly do this but I'm not sure if it's going to work type thing so I've really just been going for it looking for opportunities and looking for ways to like leverage my skills and build contacts and just generally build experience for myself and just making myself unique compared to other students that may have just graduated and have a degree and not have anything else to have with it because so many people have degrees these days and it's really just trying to differentiate yourself and making yourself more of a valuable asset than just being the person that got a degree.
0: Because well, mm. I think this is nice a, this a really good point to make is that most times when people go for a job, they're, they're going in with the understanding that uh, they need the company. That, mm. that without them, they're not going to have uh, a regular salary coming in. But people that do really well, or if you analyse people that do really well, it tends to be because they flip that equation. They make people want them. You know, like so. What you're talking about differentiating yourself, like ideally, job offers are coming to you, right, as it's opposed funny, to you yeah. going to them.
2: Yeah, I've been headhunted a few times on LinkedIn. Just different recruiters, been like messaging me saying, "Oh, this company's um, recruiting. Would you like to come for an interview?" And I'm like, "I'm still at uni."
0: <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, is it's so easy to see someone that's self-motivated, i.e., you know uni graduates kind of the, the, there's a, a, th- a belief that you go through and that therefore there's like some kind of right to then go on and do do well but the people that really stand out are the people that go and teach themselves stuff that goes far past what you learn day to day in in the degree um and I just think yeah that makes a, a tremendous difference but I, there's another thing which I think is really interesting which is uh, a, a thing which I keep seeing with young people is that they're really impatient. To, to progress through the ranks and I, I think I, I think I know why that is and part of it is to do with the fact that actually we understand all of this stuff that that makes the world go round to some degree, mm-hmm. i.e. digital technology. We went through this really weird period that was unlike any generation before where um, actually by the time we reached employment, oftentimes the people that were 30, 40 years old knew the technology that was making all these brands big. We knew that better than our senior uh, people around us so we were actually in an op- uh, in this unique opportunity where we could take in kind of leadership positions and now that we do have access to information with the internet and everything you, if you can learn seen you know all the stuff that senior people know in your early 20s but then it's just like life experience right yeah um but how do you guys how are you guys finding that because i can imagine there 's basically people that will sit there and expect you to to earn your stripes, and I mean, tell me like are you happy to do that, or would you do you want to bust your way through that quite quickly and I was one of those people that wanted to do it <laughs> you know yeah, and, and, you I, and, I sti- and and I still do <laughs> um, but yeah i'd be interested to know if if that's a feeling you guys get
1: um, i think yeah i think i've 've always been quite impatient to. Certainly when I was, I was quite like you at university, I mean, I didn't do as much as you're doing (laughs) now, amazing, but um, I was very impatient to get a job in industry straight away from graduating, and I did loads of placements when I was at university, and I was very conscious like you are of, because there was this whole, like, the big recession that happened, and I mean, it was in 2008, I graduated in 2012, but, like, seeing all those years when I was at uni, like 2009, 2010, all these graduates coming out and there were no jobs, and, you know, and in our sector in the creative industry, it was, there was a lot of, like it kind of went downhill and there weren't very many jobs around so I was very conscious of that and I was like oh I need to do all these placements to get experience so that I can get hired and and then, you know I did I got I did a internship with the IPA that the summer I graduated and then I got a job straight off the back of that and I was really lucky to be in an agency that was very nurturing um but and I think I'm not sure if I've I haven't like shot up the ranks quite the same way that you have um and i I just wonder, I don't know whether that's due to opportunities or whether it's whether you're go, go, hungry Going Going right
0: back to the right. thing that you said at the beginning, I think mm-hmm. it's to do with the fact that um, perception is reality to mm-hmm. some degree, right? So when people say, oh, are you an art director, are you a creative director, are you this, are you that? Mm-hmm. You, you give yourself those, you know, we're all people yeah. and we give ourselves those titles and then it's do you deliver on the expectations that mm-hmm. that, that position entails? And if you can... Then great, and if you can't, then you know you're working towards it. Like good on you for trying, you know. Yeah,
1: and I think I always was like, oh, I'm a junior. I I kind of went into that I'm a junior mentality, and so then I was a junior all those years. But looking back now, you know, I was at a much smaller company, and I I wasn't a junior at all. Like I was I was doing everything. I was being a senior. I was. Being an art director, I was being a designer, I was being the art worker, I was being the studio, I was liaising with clients, which at much bigger companies, you don't do that. You yeah. know, that's your first job, like, that's just not something that happens. So, you know, it, it's kind of, you, you do step up and you do match what's required of you. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to be hungry for the next thing. Let, let's
0: talk about liaising with clients early. Yeah. We had a little conversation before we came in today, <laughs> oh, and yeah. I was amazed at this, right? So... <laughs> For those that are listening, Geneva's 20, and she's working at HBO. (laughs) And um, the way advertising works is you you go through an advertising degree, you get a job as a junior creative, you bust your balls until midnight every night getting ideas out, and then you go through three levels of internal feedback, and then you put a deck together that finishes at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then you go to your meeting and you meet Geneva he's going to tell you if your idea is a goer or not which I think you know that talking about being impatient you uh, are basically in what is the dream role for a marketing professional already part of my fear with that is that actually like this is an experience I had is that I reached all I ticked off my bucket list very early and then what do you do right so um what is your aspiration I'm curious to know.
2: I think it changes every time someone asks me that question but really I just want to be considered influential in my field and I think that became my aspiration since when I started attending networking events there'll always be someone talking about digital marketing millennials and then a person's like in his 60s and it's like what do you know about millennials or digital marketing when it's fairly new why don't why isn't someone who is a millennial who did grow up in the digital area why aren't they talking about it to these people and i think that's would be like my main goal is just to be considered influential but in terms of my career i'd really like to be really senior management in um in corporation and at the moment i am start, starting to like the idea of technology and maybe going to um Tech marketing or maybe go back into home end or entertainment so the specific industry I'm not too sure of but I know for a fact that I'd really want to be in a senior position maybe even board level that's why I'm trustee member of um, of two charity boards but it's just being senior and being um, influential that's something I'd want to do
0: Being influential mm. So influential. I told you you're going to run for Prime Minister yeah. <laughs> yeah. That ultimate job Yeah <laughs> uh I, well unfortunately we're gonna have to wrap up this has been a super short podcast um but we're we're about to do a workshop all day so I guess w- one last thing just as a send-off what's one piece of advice that maybe you've taken on wholeheartedly over the last six months or something or if you could give one bit of advice to young graduates to people who are trying to you know get a position or do great things what would you tell them okay
1: um For me the biggest thing I learned from the boot camp last time and the biggest life changer of all if you like was it's it's kind of your own perception of yourself really that then creates a perception other people have of you and I think I wasn't valuing my own value if you like or whatever the word is um my own strengths and my own things that I can bring to a job and I didn't really realize how good I was um and I think when you kind of get your head around that and you start defining it in little words on your website or on your CV or whatever, that's and sort of realizing that that's someone's whole impression of you when you go and talk to them and and you know doing little things to alter that and, and it's not lying. Like I never, I've never embellished what I do. I've never lied and said, oh, I've done this and that when I haven't. But it was just casting it in a more positive light because I think I'm. And, and you
0: start to embody what you put yeah, out, right? Yeah. And then
1: you, like the more you say, it, that's kind of you were saying last time about fake it till you make it. Like the more you say it, the more you believe it, and then when you believe it, you can make others believe it. And I think, so I think if I could go back to when I was a student and tell myself that, I think that's what I'd say is, like, just be kind of be aware of what you're saying about yourself and how that forms other people's opinion of you. And just kind of use big positive words and, you know, be be, be confident about it. Because I think it doesn't really help if you're lacking confidence. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then no one else is going to. Got it. Yeah. sorry. Um, I think um, my advice would be is that
2: if you have a goal, map it out. Don't say oh, I want to be multi-millionaire or I want mm. to be like a bloody marketing director for this big company and not have any miniature steps to get to the goal because it's very easy to say you want to do all these great things but it's more about how you get there. Mm. So just sort of mapping out what you need to do and figuring out how you need to get from A to B, I think that would be my biggest advice. And second piece of advice and this is particular for anyone that's applying for placements this year it's just to try because um, I know some people in like second year who are currently applying for placements and it won't go for any of the big companies because they automatically they say oh Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get it and if I had that mentality I wouldn't be at HBO.
0: Well here's a great piece of advice right along those lines so you think about you've got average people most people are average people so most people go for average jobs. And basically all that does is it means that, that the average is more competitive than the top. Exactly. Because people who have a mentality of I'm, d- I'm worthy of Oxford, Cambridge or the big companies or that beautiful girl if it's, or, you know, whatever, just have higher aspirations. All of a sudden you put yourself into a field where less people are competing because they just assume they're not capable. Exactly. All right, mm-hmm. let's wrap up there. I think... That was great. Yeah, Cheers, thank guys. You very much Thanks.
2: For us. Thanks for having
0: us. No mm-hmm. worries. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Hope that's helped some people out there. Yeah, good luck. And good yeah. luck. <laughs> Catch you soon. Bye for now.